0: This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the Anointed Word of Life. Let's bow our heads as we go into the service of the day. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, we bless the Holy Name. We glorify you for the Word of God declares that we are two or three are gathered together in your name, there will it be. We have gathered before your throne of grace. We have gathered before your throne of compassion and love. Let your compassion locate us this morning in Jesus' name. Jesus. The Lord is good. The message is titled Denying Jesus. Denying Jesus part one from the book of Matthew, chapter ten, verse that say, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men him will I confess also before my father which is in heaven and whosoever shall deny me before men him will I also deny before my father which is in heaven the question is why do we deny Jesus here and I will say I don't deny him I don't deny him. I always say Jesus is Lord. Second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day by day, we deny Jesus. In our words, in our actions, in our thoughts, we deny Jesus. Whatever we do, knowingly or unknowingly, openly or secretly, that does not glorify the name of the Lord, we are denying him. When there are situations that make you relegate Jesus to the second or third position in your life, you are denying him. I woke up this morning and uh, I have headache. Because headache, I will not come to church. I'm denying him. If I had the same headache on Tuesday and Wednesday, I would drink Panadol and go to work. But because it has to do with coming to church. Let me go rest. I have a headache. You are denying Him. Because I have time union meeting. You don't have to cook for my town people. I don't need to come to church this Sunday. Because if you have to shake, they will know that I am the one hosting them. I have to cook. You are blessing Jesus secondary in your life. You are denying Him. That thing that takes the position of God in your life because the mammon you are worshipping you are denying. I woke up this morning and I started my car. My car couldn't start. Service bye-bye for that day. I'm denying Jesus. Before that car came I used to jump buses more away to get to where I want to go to go to work, to go to church. But now my car couldn't start. So Jesus should pay for it and denying Christ. What you know your office, your boss, cannot tolerate. Why do you expect God to tolerate that? Have you forgotten the system of the world is copied from the government in heaven? I will tell you, government in heaven and government they are the same. The only difference is that government in heaven is based on righteousness why the one on earth is based on unrighteousness man can alter but god is an unchangeable god his system in heaven is unchangeable everything about god is unchangeable his righteousness is unchangeable his godliness is unchangeable his holiness is unchangeable but the world changes the world changes their rules what is applied to him might not be applicable to be the world two people who commit same offense the world will set one free, the world will convict the other person. Because the world changes their rules. Then you expect God to bow before you. You couldn't call the man of God. When you call the man of God, they say, why I wouldn't come to church? You're not calling man of God, you're calling God. You are confessing You are respecting the authority of God. You expect man of God to keep on calling to find out why you didn't come to church. You are denying Jesus because you have no respect for Jesus. Jesus is secondary in your life. Whoseever shall confess me before men, him shall I confess before my Father in heaven. Whoseever shall deny me before men, him shall I deny before my Father in heaven. We say it doesn't matter. It matters. You wake up by four o'clock, five o'clock, because you must get to your feast by seven, seven thirty. You don't want lateness to be recorded against you. 7:30, you're in the office. Monday to Saturday, you're in the office, you're clocking. One day, you need to have an appointment to stand before your creator to refill you, revive you for the next one week. You'll come late. You forget that the heavenly record is record the angels. Once it is time for service, the angels are already recording. You are late. What would take so many people to hell? It won't be because of immorality. Yes, that area they are hundred percent they are clean, holy. They don't live with any man or woman. But what would take many people to hell will be spiritual lateness. That thing you think does not matter matters in the sight of God, because you have no respect for God. You treat Him anyhow. You come late for His appointment. King of kings, we come when we like, and we are quick to complain why our blessings come late. Whatever thing a man sowed, that he shall what reap. You are denying Jesus. You don't honor this God. You don't honor this God. Verse 34. Think not that I am come to same peace on earth. I didn't come for peace though. So. They call me prince of peace, but you understand the kind of peace I have come with. I have not come to same peace on earth. I came not to same peace but what? A sword. I came with a sword. I came, for I am come to set a man at variance against his father, the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. That is, a man's fool shall be day of his own what house. I come with a sword, because there is nothing covered that shall not be what revealed. Those hidden things that have been happening, a mother will be eating up the daughter. Daughter in law will be eating up mother in law. Somebody is taking the other person to evil altar. The brother is catching the father or the mother. They'll be living together, eating together, smiling together. This one will not know that it's the mother that is holding him or her. The other person will not know it's the brother. And they'll be smiling together. He said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came with a sword. Because when I put that sword, the eyes of the daughter-in-law will know that the mother is the one killing him or her. The eyes of the brother or father or mother will know who is who. That who, your, your worst enemy is that person that you call your father or mother, your brother or sister. Your enemy is not from Asa; it is internal I have come to draw that sword. That sword to open up the hidden things. To open up the wickedness of man against man. To open up the wickedness of man against Fellow man, I have come with that sword. When I put that sword, there will be confusion. But those that believe in him will be set free because that shall know the truth and the truth shall what? Set you free. I have come with that sword so that when I cut that evil chain, that evil padlock, that thing that you need to parlock you, you will be free. Your eyes will be open to know who is your enemy so that you will know how to avoid them and how to overcome. I didn't come to confirm peace. The demonic that has been existing in the family, in an organization, that so many evil things are happening. They will smile together, laugh together. The Shakespeare says there is no art to find a man's construction on the face. You can't look at a man or woman. No matter how that man smiles before you, the mind is different from that smile. I come to expose until that man that is smiling with you that woman that is smiling with you have evil attentions against you because he revealed the deep and secret things I you know what is in darkness you have come with that sword to reveal the darkness that you do not know the sword that will bring forth light for that darkness to be exposed and for you to be set free because now the Lord is that spirit where the spirit of the Lord is there is what? lay with the sword to cut off that evil chain so that you'll be free. For whosoever the son of God has said free is what? Free. I have come with the sword because the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Thirty-seven. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. He that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Because of your wife, you won't come to church. You love her more than God. Because of your husband, you won't come to church. Because of your children. Because of that business appointment, you won't come to church. When you cannot join that appointment later in the day, you say, you are not worthy of me. You are denying Jesus. It's even worse. People don't go to church. because say, I ah, will stay out to virtual. I can connect. Now nah, the church can reach out to everywhere. Quality, churches have lost souls. As you are you are hearing the word. Hello? You have focus. Your handset is tuned off. You are focused until the service is over. You go. At home, it might be there. Somebody will come in. From there, Gist will take off. I'm on service, so I'm connected at home. Once that person comes, that friend comes, service ends. You will go into Gist. Some people will be sleeping in bed. We know his service starts by 8, that will connect by 8. They'll be sleeping eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Hi. Okay, let me give twenty minutes later, John. From twenty minutes later, they will still be in bed. Service will be over. Some people will be at home with their girlfriend, boyfriend. When it's time for service, they are doing other things. Oh, but what you they? You gave the weight on the ground now yeah. They leave that service at home, they move off. So much distraction. So much distraction people denying Christ in different ways. That thing that takes the place of God in your life. Because your brother visited, you won't come to church again. Your sister visited, your friend, loved one, you are good, you're preparing to, for service, somebody comes. Service ends here. My Lord has come, I can't go to church again. We have family meeting. Pastor, I might not come to church if I have family meeting. You have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You didn't do family meeting. The one day you give to God in a week is the day you do family meeting. God is not begging you to come to bless Him. God, you, you need to appear before Him for Him to refill you. A vacuum loads, refills the time from here. He gets to Bini, he refills Asaba on a Keep on refilling time so that he will get to his destination you come before the prince of Spirit on Sunday, you are refilled. Because most of us, you are coming your spiritual food has gone down. So the Lord refills the tank of your life so that you have a spiritual food to carry you to next Sunday again. When we begin to keep up from the presence of God, we go empty. We become spiritually dry. For in his presence, is not only fullness of joy, the fullness of all the things we desire on earth. Verse 38. And he that taketh not his cross and follow it after me is not worthy of me. He that taketh not his cross. <laughs> the cross is very heavy. Do you know? The cross of Christ. Not the one we hang here. <laughs> that cross Jesus carried. Was it easy? He was carrying. He was falling. Abby? At the time they had to get somebody. Who was that person to help carry the cross? Simon of Syria. The cross is not easy. You see, he must carry a cross and follow him. Take up your cross. He that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. What is your cross? That problem you are carrying that looks too heavy. Don't drop it. Hello? Because of that situation, I will not serve God again. Because of that situation, you look for shortcuts. Shortcuts. Look for shortcuts. Because of that situation, you become a kidnapper. Instead of you to believe God that when the God will turn situation around in your favor, because things are not working the way you want, you become a froster. You become a ritualist. You become an unrubber. You begin to dwell in immorality. Sugar daddy, sugar mommy, where you get money. Instead of to hope on God, carry that cross. Hope on God for a better tomorrow. You come to church. Praise the Lord. Praise, 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 praise. He has done it again. In fact, my name is Praise from today. Where did that testimony come from? You drop the cross halfway and look for shortcuts. You begin to do evil practices because of money. Don't do something because somebody is doing it. You don't know the source. Only God will decide who are his children at the appointed time. Don't be moved. When you see somebody testifying, you don't know how many people that person killed. Hello? I want you to understand. Don't envy anybody. Don't envy the riches or wealth of anybody. Pray. Wait upon God. He will give you your own. Otherwise you go and do what you are not supposed to do. Without knowing that that person is a murderer, is a kidnapper, is a terrorist, is an armed robber. Without knowing. Is a drug baron, a froster. God will deliver us. Learn to carry your cross until Jesus takes over the cross from you. Walk by faith. Carry the cross by faith. Jesus will collect that cross from you. He said, cast your care upon me, for I what? carry for you. 39. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Receive the word from the prophet of God this morning. Don't be offended on this word. Hear what the Lord is speaking, saying through his prophet. So that the prophetic reward, unction. Prophecy God will release this money will be permanent upon your life. Amen. What does it mean to confess Jesus or deny Jesus before men? When we confess Jesus, we confess Him through life of holiness. We confess Him through that life of righteousness and godliness. When we dwell in holiness and rational godliness, we are confessing Him. People see us as the light. We move, they see us as the light. This is a child of God. We are confessing him. What they see us makes people to serve this God, to come close to this God. We are confessing him. When we dwell in obedience, when the Lord gives instruction, the Lord God can do nothing. He he revealed it to his servant, the prophet. He uses his prophet to speak and we walk in obedience. We are confessing him. When we dwell in the fear of the Lord, we are confessing him. In humility we are confessing him when people see you do they see Christ crucified in you what do they see in you when we talk about evangelism there are two aspects to evangelism The evangelism we do by interaction action from us towards within us and the evangelism the from what people see in us hello your golden lifestyle is enough to win soul for Christ. You know, somebody is, has been observing you. One day you come and say, Ah, sister, please take me to your church. Can I come for counseling in your church? Can you take me to. What they see in you is winning soul. You are evangelizing. Pharaoh saw Joseph after encounter. Can we see such a man in whom the spirit of God is in? When he heard the word of God from Joseph, he said, can we see anybody like this to handle this issue we have found ourselves? As long as there is nobody that has this kind of wisdom that you have, from today you will take charge of this country. What did he see in Joseph? He saw Christ crucified in Joseph. What his kingdom, marine? Witchcraft kingdom couldn't tell, reveal to Pharaoh. Christ crucified revealed it to Pharaoh. The most terrible demonic kingdom on this earth is a marine kingdom, water spray kingdom. Water spray kingdom has a full organized kingdom in the water. The way we live on earth, that is how they live inside the water. They assemble a serpent, snake. The crown of Pharaoh is a golden snake. Golden snake. That's what they use to carve that this thing. Showing that what they worship and who they are. and marine kingdom. Snake ran about the crown. And then you see the head of the snake in front. The python in front of the crown. The most wicked demonic kingdom is marine. The most prosperous demonic kingdom is Marine. That is why they everywhere trying to take over churches. They have taken over many nations. You see what someone would say is black. Because Marine has taken over so many places. So when the Lord told Mercy to go and meet to Pharaoh, what did he use to demonstrate? Serpents. It's a battle of power versus what? Power. The greatest power. Egypt see has that. That is way everywhere. They're talking about money, money, money. Even in the church. Money, 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 money. There are businesses all over the world now. What are they talking about? Money, money, money. People in the church are jumping out now. Outside, their eyes on for worldly fame. Nobody is asking the source of that money. Those introductions. They bring wears, they bring attachment you put from Marine Kingdom. Nails everything you put, where you wear. It is Christian that advertise marine wears now, fashion for them. They don't have problem with the war because they know that the war is already for the devil. It is the body of Christ that advertises. Once they bring the body of Christ, and if you don't wear, you are a Jew guy. You are not a big chick. Your friends will even tell you, ah, oh, you never start now. You want to be this one? Look at you with this fine body. they here. they rot. He told Moses, drop your staff. Moses dropped his staff. He turned to a snake. He said, pick it up again, front. He picked it up. He became an, a rod. Staff of office. He said, I'm giving you staff of authority. Mantle. Go and meet Pharaoh. He said, How do I believe you are from this God? I don't love this God. He dropped the mantle. Pharaoh said, ah, Is that all? What are my sorcerers? They brought their own. They blessed it. But the greater power prevail. The rod of God swallowed those necks of Pharaoh. They were dismantled and disgraced. That is why that evil rod pointing against you today will be disgraced by the poor God in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey. Be careful of what you wear in the name of fashion. Be careful of what you put in the name of fashion. All this attachment, be careful. I'm a general minister. I've seen where this thing killed people. If you like, where? Yeah. But daddy, you find out that you didn't follow man or you didn't sleep with woman. You didn't, what would they supply? Many makeup, attachment, long nails, all those things. Do you know there is a temple in one of these Asian countries where they donate hairs to their gods? Hello? And they export it to the world. You go and buy and put. You carry other God in yourself. Spirit, tomorrow you come for pastor to deliver you. The Lord was speaking to me about weddings. For the interest of those who want to wait here. Because weddings are coming. Before I wed you, I will inspect your wedding gown. If you are not properly covered, I will not wait you. Your bridesmaid do whatever you call them. If they are not properly covered, I will not wait you enough of this rubbish this is body of christ if you want to go to the world go to the world and become full-time worldly person so that enjoy your world now so that when you go to hell, you know that you have enjoyed the world you can't be deceiving yourself and creating problem for pastors why because what he's seeing before him he is confused dresses that reveals laps and pants why won't he be confused Wedding that refused open breast. And then you draw different makeup that does not know. We don't know what, whether the person is cross. I've told them, if I come out to preach on any wedding and I see the same dressing, I will tell the congregation, I don't think I can proceed with this wedding. They ask, Pastor now. I said, there are things that I have to depart from here so that I can see very well. Most times the man of God will come to preach. He gets confused. It's not proper. You'll be preaching. The person who was forgotten for, for something. the brother's head is now getting to the north, now getting to the south. Because somebody is not properly dressed. It is not proper. And some men are going to come and preach that Christianity is in the mind. The Christianity has triggered something. That Christianity you're preaching that seems has triggered something in the mind of somebody to fall into sin. No, it's wrong. So if you don't cover yourself properly during wedding, I will not wed you. To punctuality, you must honor God with your time that day. No, this way they come, come, and the church will be waiting for the. It's a lie, you. It's a lie. Don't allow it. I don't allow it. No, 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 no. You can't try that. It's wrong. Who are you? Forgot to wait for you. You must come on time. The Lord is good. It's very important we we'll do the thing in Jesus' name. When people see, what do they see? The Lord saw David. I find David the son of Jesse. A man after my own heart who will do all my will. Can God give that kind of testimony about you? Can you imagine God is confessing about his son, David? Can God confess about you? Can I make some confession? When... God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we are going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. They said they were going to see what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. They stopped by and Abraham entertained them. When they finished where they're going, they said, Do we hide this thing from Abraham? Or do we tell him? Seeing that he will command even his household to serve us. They knew even the generation of Abraham will serve them. They said, We cannot hide this thing from him. There's a level you get in your relationship with God, you become a friend of God. And God will never hide anything from a friend. Because friends do not hide things from each other. Because there is a friend that's taken more than what? A brother. God draws you as his friend. And he won't hide anything from. Him. He said, Can we have? He said, No, Abraham is our friend. We can't hide. They open up to Abraham. You can imagine the level Abraham confessed Christ. Even when Abraham delivered lots, you see. Take all the things you collected now from you. He said, no, no, I won't take. He told the king of that land, take, take, take. I wouldn't want tomorrow. You say that you are the one that prospered me. Let people know that it is God that has prospered me, not you. You will always give God the praise. When my I came, Abraham possessor of what? Heaven and what? Earth. Who Abraham paid to? How well do you confess Christ? Does your character confess Christ? Your life, does it confess Christ? Our character must evangelize. Our rule of life must evangelize and confess this Christ. When our life and character is dependent on the fruit of the Spirit, we are confessing Christ. But when our life is filled with all manner of flesh, we are denying Christ. What do people see in you when they relate with you? in that business relationship with others, what do they see in you? When people see you doing anything, both holy and unholy, to acquire money, worldly fame, status and honor, wealth, do they see Christ in you? The love of money, the cares of the world, the demonic race for fame, for status, for honor, for wealth, for recognition, is the root of all evil. You. you betray your brethren, You gang up against them. You conspire against one another. Because of earthly wealth and cares. Is Jesus in you? When you turn yourself to agent of death and destruction, agent of calamity, you begin to assassinate fellow human beings. You kidnap. You turn to blood sucking agent, blood test agent, ritualist, arm robber. You turn to a terrorist, a fraudster, a rapist a killer, is Jesus in you? Are you confessing Jesus? Or are you denying Christ? We are destroying destinies, potentials, because of political relevancy, you are simply denying Jesus. Because you feel that someone is better than you. Then the only way to square up is through betrayal. is through character assassination. is through turning yourself to spy, to inform only to bring that bread and down, you are denying Jesus. In our demonic quest for relevancy, for honor, for power, for wealth, for fame, we forget that durable riches come from who? God. Promotion does not come from the north. It does not come from the south. It does not come from the east or west. It comes from no one, but from who? God. It comes from God. The word of God declared Matthew 6 24. He says, We cannot serve God and what? Mammon. Or anything you place before God, you are simply telling God that He's secondary in your life. Anything that takes the place of God in your life, you honor more than God, amounts to mammon. We have talked about punctuality issue. You mustn't joke with being punctual. From what we have heard, are you confessing Jesus or denying Him? Are we confessing or denying Jesus Christ? We should not forget that the accuser of bread is recording everything we do on earth. Everything we do are on record. The kingdom of heaven is recording. The kingdom of hell is recording too. Many children of God are right now allowing the cares of the world, the fame of the world, the riches of the world to reprogram them unto eternity in hell. Say, be not deceived. For evil communication corrupts what? Good manners. When people tell you you're a, a Jew guy, say every time you're in the church, every time you always say going for counseling. Every time, written. You're a Jew guy. You don't want to leave that. You want to show that you're not a Jew guy. You begin to rebel against God. You stop going to church. You stop going for counseling They tell you you can take the issue now on your own now. Ah Everything go to man of God. The war had rejected Thus, said the Lord. The, day the children of Israel said, We want a king. We do no longer want to hear from the prophets. The Lord said, A prophet has a fear of God. He, would have, he said, No, it's okay. Look at Samuel, is moving. Nobody even knows that uh, our judge is moving. The head of state is moving. <laughs> Nobody knows our head of state is moving, Prophet Samuel simple man we want to be like people in the war look at the king of the Philistines, when he's moving convoy, hundred soldiers starting everywhere, the king is moving, everyone stays attention anywhere yeah, here, you run out, you wave at the king he's moving, we convoy that is who you want to be that is the level we want to find ourselves not prophet Samuel, his person. everybody is pushing him, all of us struggling the same room. nobody recognizes that prophet Samuel is our king the prophets. the prophet want to be like the people of God. It is having the body of Christ today. We want to be like those people outside. Many children do no longer want to get hooked on to the law, to direction from the Lord. That thing God said they shouldn't do. That's what they are doing. Their eyes are outside now. Oh Lord, marine invention of the churches. Lord, say that is antichrist marine invention of wealth, of fame, honor. Every child of God wants to be this even the people sing, they want to sing to ah, no longer singing to the glory of God. Turn gospel, the body of Christ to music industry. It's about money now. It's good to sing. God will announce you. Money will come money? Greatness will come. Money will come. Hello, but the focus should not be money. Most of the world stars all over the world that are singing, they started from the church choir. Hello. Halfway, they say it's outside. It's outside where it's happening. Do you know that what is happening now is born the body of Christ, music? God is turning out a lot of millionaires, but not all of them are from the Lord. <laughs> ah, something will soon happen. And our eyes will open more and more. They say you're not a big chick. You want to show them you're a big chick. Then you begin to follow men around just to prove a point. A big chick. Why do you allow your parents to call you junior? That is why you can't challenge your parents. Your peers have influence. And Junior will just say, Ah, it's true. Why must that your mom be calling me junior? That is why I can't do anything on my own. Junior, do no. Junior begins to rebel to authority of the parents. Because somebody have told you, me, if I go at that coming when I like, my parents can't do anything to me because Became independent. When I was eight, nine, The then a godly child will now transform to that monster. You don't want to listen to your parents again. You come back by 12, you come back by 11, you might be coming back. Oh. But when do you find that your parents are not wrong? You tell it time to come on time. Because time will come, you begin to ask oh God, if you deliver me, I will never disobey my parents again. It might be late. or God might save you. It's 50 50. Those in your parents have been telling you. Because they say you're not a bitch, you begin to follow men. They say you're not You begin to do businesses you're not supposed to do. Kidnap. fraud, 419 fraud in the office. Somebody will open back account now. By the time you go home, someone will call you from the bank. You just open an account. Now, they will give you all your details. And they say there is a problem. We notice. So we want to make sure that 419 people do not have access to your account. And they tell you what they want to tell you. They are sending you a code. If they send, send it back to them. And you being foolish, you send to them. In less than five hours, you open an account. Somebody will call you. How did they get access to your back details? They have syndicates. It's everywhere. Quick money everywhere. The Lord will deliver us. The world will tell you you want to be a big kind. That you need to be a big kind. To be a happening babe. That is encouraging you to disobey kingdom principles. But there is one thing you wouldn't know. That the day of recording, the day of judgment, those who will not be there standing with you before Christ, they won't be there. They won't be there to take Christ as the one that misdirected you. They won't be there to take Christ as the one that deceived you. You will just be there alone. Those that told you that you are not big they makes you say, I'm a man. I'm a big guy. I'm a big chick. I can take my decision. It's okay, mommy. It's okay, daddy. It's okay, man. Oh, God, don't tell me anything. I can handle myself. Are you confessing Christ or denying Christ? Most often, we argue out everything. We simply think that our grammatical expression of eloquence can change the principle of holiness. We can argue at anything. We can release grammar and people will be clapping for us. It doesn't change God's principle of eternity. It doesn't. There's nothing logical about the Christian faith. You might argue, you turn it around. Some people have said there's no need to pay taxes. If you like, listen to them. Some people say there's nothing like forgiving if you come. A Christian can commit sin and have, that grace has covered. Believe them. That day you find out that grace didn't cover your sin we have the money sponsor pastors everywhere preaching anything they want to preach to lead more people, that is a work Um, some people will believe you don't need to confess your sin you don't need to pray over sin because grace dispensation of grace and mercy once it's automatic if you make mistakes, sin grace covers you no, 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 no your grace expires on earth, your mercy expires on earth compassion of God for man expires on earth once you cross this realm it is your works that will determine where you spend eternity. There is nothing logical about the Christian faith. The Christian faith is about godly philosophy. Godly philosophy. The Christian faith is about the godly discipline that seeks truth. It's about godly discipline that seeks truth. Ordained to serve God in spirit and in truth. That is the Christian faith. It's about godly philosophy. It's about the godly discipline that seeks truth, ordained to serve God in spirit and truth. Christianity is a comprehensive ethics or system of belief rooted in Christ crucified. A comprehensive ethics or system of belief rooted in Christ resurrected. A comprehensive ethics system of belief rooted in the ascended Christ rooted in the omnipotent, omnipresent and omniscient God. A comprehensive divine ethics. The Christian faith is a general principle based on godly morals. The Christian faith is a reality. It is not about logic. There is nothing logical about Christ. Christ is real. His word is real. It's either you decide to be a believer on X or a believer in hell. Many presidents, governors, checkers and movers of society, bishops, general overseers, pastors and prophets are in hell. Whether you believe it so or not, Jesus Christ is the highest class in terms of class distinction. When you are in his class, nobody becomes somebody we must not allow the world to reprogram us. We must stop denying Jesus. Ministry is about soul winning. It's about the gospel. It's simply about souls. The ministry is not an industry for business, not an industry for buying and selling. We must key into why God has called us into ministry. And the focus must be so what? Winning. Carelessness robbed Samson of his strength and calling. Greed robbed Geza, the assistance of prophet Elisha of his anointing. Covetousness robbed Judas, his carrots. A prominent place amongst the twelve, robbing the being a member of the foundation of the New Jerusalem. Wrong perspective robbed lost wife of her destiny and future glory. Pride robbed King Saul of his throne and eternity in heaven. Bow your head. We have had the message. It is time for you to decide where you belong. From the message, are you among those that are denying him? Are you among those that are confessing him? Are you among those that are still crucifying him all over and over? Most of them will say, "I have not blasphemed. I don't blaspheme." But your character, the way you live, is enough to deny and crucify Christ all over again. Whatever you know, you have blown it, made mistakes, begin to talk to the Lord. Whatever seed that the devil has planted in our minds, making us to deny him, let's ask for his mercy. For the word of God declare, let us come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. The Lord has provided a wonderful moment for us to return unto his mercy and grace. By reason of this message, in words, in actions, in thoughts, let's ask for his mercy in all areas we offended him. And for those of us who are not giving their life to Christ, wherever we are, let's begin to confess that Jesus is Lord. That by reason of this message, Father will recognize you as our Lord and Savior. I repent for not accepting you as my Lord and Savior. I repent for not recognizing you. Not recognizing your lordship over my life, over my soul, over my spirit, soul and body. And now my eyes are open. I ask for your precious blood to purge my heart, my mind, my spirit. I ask for your message to prevail over my life. Accept me once more as your son, as your daughter. Let my name be Written up from the book of death and be written in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me. Father, we thank you. For as many have come before you this morning in spirit and truth, recognize the fact that there is need to confess you as the living Christ and never to deny you. Let your mercy prevail, Lord. Let your grace prevail let your compassion and your love prevail let that standard covenant you have ordained to speak for your children continually speak for us father from today in jesus name we pray we thank you for listening to the anointed word of life by pastor ezekiel chima of anointed assembly international ministry you can reach us at number 7A, a one Lemo Street at Estate off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 070 May God richly bless you.